Good morning, America. This is Whiffs and Walkoffs, and I am your host, Will. And today we have two slates for MF- MLB DFS. These slates include five games starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and another five games starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So let's get into it. Today I'll be talking about both slates, but we got to start with the 1 p.m., obviously. And I want to talk about a few pitchers that I'm looking to target. You always want to pick your pitchers first because they are the most valuable uh, assets to your team. They also cost the most. I play on DraftKings, so I have to draft two pitchers. A lot of people like FanDuel. Whatever you play on, even Yahoo, Daily Fantasy, whatever you play on is fine by me. So the number one pitcher I'm going to target today is Zach Plesak. He's facing Detroit, and they have a 95 WRC plus against righties over the past few years. He also has the ability to get a high pitch count, so he can go deeper into games, get you a quality start bonus, which is a great asset in terms of daily fantasy, and also he's the best strikeout pitcher on the slate. So obviously these slates are a little bit uh, top-heavy, so you have to suggest the best value at the top, and Zach Plesak is definitely that. There's also Corey Kluber. He's not on my list. We'll get into him in just a second, but there's a reason why he's the most valuable, but I'm just not about it today. Next, we have Hauk. He's playing for Boston. I haven't heard too much about him, but he's going to be facing a limpy Baltimore offense. They're going to be playing in Boston, and it's going to be extremely cold. Um, I'm going to pick him because I think that Boston can bounce back, and I think facing Baltimore, I think what's the worst that could happen? They're not going to put 10 on you, so I think he's good value. Um, probably my, my third pick, probably a little bit of a safer bet, we have Jake Arrieta. And everyone knows what Jake Arrieta can do, but is Jake Arrieta going to be what he's been in the past? He's kind of old now, but he is facing the absolutely terrible Pittsburgh Pirates, and they're awful against lefties. So hopefully Arietta can take advantage. They're also playing in Wrigley Field, and it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. So I don't think that Pittsburgh is really going to be a dangerous uh, lineup to face. Now that we've done our pictures, let's get into the stacks. So we obviously have the dark side, the empire here. We have the New York Yankees. They're the best stack on the market. They're going to be the most expensive, but they're facing Ross Stripling, um, who came over from Los Angeles, and they're playing in Yankee Stadium. Now, it is going to be cold, but I think that the Yankees facing a righty is just too juicy to pass up, especially in a stack where a lot of the games are cold. There's really only one game that's warm. I think the Yankees, if you can stack them, you got to. You can't miss up on that, especially in cash games. The next stack I have is Toronto, so that's the other side of the Yankee game. And once again, I really don't trust Kluber. I think Kluber is getting a lot of hype because of his past and his ability to do what he's been doing for years. But I want to see it before I believe it. So I'm going to I'm gonna make a lineup with Toronto. Uh, they have a 113 WRC plus against righties. And they have lots of con- high contact guys um, that can punish you, especially playing in Yankee Stadium. Um, I like Simeon batting at leadoff, and I like Tiascar Hernandez in the four or five slot. Those guys are just going to punish Kluber if Kluber doesn't have his stuff today. And I'm actually more excited to watch this game than any other just because I want to see what happens. The next stack I have is Boston. They're also playing in a cold uh, stadium, and they actually did terrible against John Means the other day. But the thing is, is that they're playing Batman. They're playing Matt Harvey. And Matt Harvey is absolutely been a mess these past few years. He's been bouncing around teams, and he ended up on the Orioles. 
I think there's a lot of guys that can punish Matt Harvey. I'm talking about Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers, of course. Um, there's definitely other options you can get for value. You know, Dalback. Um, I try not to get guys at the bottom of the lineup, but Dalback is a great value. Alex Verdugo is also a great option if he's going to play. Um, my last stack of the day, and this is kind of just like my personal pick, just because I like the team, I think people are really sleeping on them, um, is the Kansas City Royals. They're playing in the warmest game of the day. They're also playing a rookie by the name of Arihara. Um, I don't know much value about him. You know, all my, my stats uh, don't really have much of a, a peripheral on him. But if they're going to face a rookie, I'm, chances are he's going to do rookie things. And I think the Kansas City Royals can definitely give, uh, deal out a lot of punishment. I'm talking about guys like Salvador Perez and Jorge Soler. I don't generally like to pay up for catcher, but there's are a few exceptions, and Salvador Perez is definitely one of them, just because he's sitting, he's going to hit in the meat of that lineup. Um, so we're looking for good, cheap upside on a slate that has basically one good stack, which is the Yankees. And so now that we have the four stacks, probably just stick to three in the future, but I think, you know, four just because I love the Royals, we have the one-off. So one-offs is, once again, my number one one-off is going to be Horace Soler. I'm just in love with the guy. That dude's an absolute monster. He's going to be a DH forever, and he's just going to be hitting homers. I also like Kiki Hernandez hitting off leadoff for Boston. Um, in terms of value, you're going to get him just as a contact hitter, and hopefully he can get on base. And also Aaron Hicks at 3,100. I don't know where he's going to hit in the lineup uh, at the beginning of the year, but if he can get a good spot, like the two spot or three spot at 3,100, that's great value. So you definitely need him in your lineup for the one-offs. So the next slate is going to be the 7 o'clock, closing at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And the number one pitcher I have for them is Musgrove for the San Diego Padres. He's going to be in a good ballpark. He's going to be facing Arizona. Arizona's really, really struggling on offense this year, and you can definitely see it at the beginning of the season. You'll probably see it at the middle of the season. You'll probably see it at the end of the season. Um, and also, Musgrove can go deep into games. I want to see, you know, the last couple starts with Blake Snell and Yu Darvish. They definitely let them off the leash a little bit, which is really great. Um, Yu Darvish last year was obviously dealing it out. But I think Musgrove, if he's having a good game, they're going to let him continue to have a good game. And I think there's going to be great value in terms of Musgrove. He's going to be my number one pitcher today. My second pitcher is going to be Walker Buehler. Now, this is a little bit different. This is actually the reverse, where he is disgusting. But his pitch count could be limited because of the Dodgers and how they like to keep their regular pitchers healthy for the regular season. And they probably will cut him off earlier rather than later. And the last thing that you don't want Walker Buehler in terms of regular pitcher would be he's playing in Colorado. And playing in Colorado, he's also in the warmest uh, climate for the day, which is also a big no-no. But he's still Walker Buehler. And in DraftKings, and I know on FanDuel, and I know in Yahoo Daily Fantasy, is that you are looking for strikeouts. That's where you're going to get your value. That's where you're going to get your money. And that's how you're going to win Daily Fantasy. So if Walker Buehler strikes out 10 pitchers, he's 100% worth the value. He's only my second pitcher on the slate. And my last one is going to be Logan Webb. Um, he had a great spring training. He's going to be facing Seattle in Seattle, which can mean that the ballpark's huge and the team has been struggling. Um, I think there's a lot of high K upside there. And it's also a pretty cold slate. So I think Logan Webb, even though he's bottom of the, the barrel, I think that the other slate had a Pablo Lopez playing against the Rays. Pablo Lopez was 
uh, slated very cheap, and a lot of people jumped on him, and they were rewarded. That was the games for the April 2nd yesterday. So I think this could be the Pablo Lopez. That being said, there's not a lot of great pitching options. The last one I want to talk about is the Lancelin. I think he's the most uh, second expensive pitcher besides Walker Buehler. And the thing with Lancelin is he gives a, a lot of home runs. And... The Angels don't strike out. So if you're going to try to get good upside with striking out, the Angels are going to negate that. And if you're going to try to keep the uh, the runs low, Lance Lynn probably will get punished a little bit just because of the way he pitches. He's a fly ball pitcher. You know, Lance Lynn had a great couple years ago. He was also playing in Texas with the new ballpark. I want to see how it goes in the White Sox. They're not playing in the White Sox uh, stadium which is a home run stadium, but they're playing in Los Angeles. That being said, it is going to be warm. It's going to be a little windy. I want to see how it goes. I'm not going to put him as one of my pitches for today, but I just wanted to talk about him and see uh, what happens to Lance Lynn today. And maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little angel stack. We'll see. All right, and lastly, we have to talk about the stacks. And this is probably, if you've listened to any other DFS podcast, you're going to just be thinking you're – in an insane asylum because people just keep repeating the same two names over over and over. And I in my notes here, I literally just have the Dodgers, and my note is that they're too good. Whenever you have a team like the Dodgers that are just absolutely disgusting on offense, and they're playing in Colorado, you have to pick them for cash games. You have to. You are going to get punished if you don't. That being said, you could put other lineups with other teams, but the issue is that if someone is going to have the Dodgers and you don't, and the Dodgers go off as they probably should, you're going to get punished. You're not going to win those cash games. And that's actually what happened to me yesterday. I tried to get cute with it. You can't get cute. Pay up for the Dodgers. You're paying up for good value. And you could have a couple other lineups, you know, maybe doing uh, the couple of next decks that I talk about. So next I have the Padres, obviously. Uh, they're definitely the number two stack of the day. Um, I can't wait for a slate where the Padres and the Dodgers aren't the number one and two stacks, but that probably won't be for a while. They're facing a lefty, and they absolutely kill lefties. And Caleb Smith just gives up tons of hard contact. Uh, you know, I don't see a world where the Padres aren't going to score at least five runs. So, and probably, and Hosmer's just look disgusting. So, you know, uh, good for Hosmer. I think he's he's really turned the, the page on that, but that's enough about Hosmer. The next stack I have is the Angels. I and mean, we were just talking about the Angels. Um, if you don't like Lance Lynn and you don't the like the fact that they're going to strike out very easily, you know, you can go with guys like David Fletcher batting leadoff. You can go with guys with Trout, obviously. Um, I think Pujols might hit today. I think he hit the other day. There's lots of home run upside, and it is the, one of the warmer games compared to the rest of the lineup. Um, so... It's up to you. I think that the Angels are a little bit risky, but if you don't really have the money to pay it for the Dodgers or the, the Padres, then go ahead with the Angels. Put a couple guys in there, and let's see how it goes. And my one-offs for the day are for this slate are going to be uh, Tapia, batting leadoff for Colorado. He's super cheap. It's such good value. Uh, at some point, they're going to have to raise his value just because everyone's going to pick him, um, even though he's not too great. But he's going to swipe some bags, hopefully. And Tommy Pham, batting leadoff, should be batting leadoff for the, the Padres as well. Once again, you'll want to get guys who are batting leadoff. 
they're going to get you, um, if you do the math, you get 10% more plate appearances throughout the season for people who are batting first in the lineup. It's such good value, um, especially if they're cheap. And the last one I have is Adam Eaton at 3500 and he's going to be hitting hopefully second or third in a really juicy White Sox lineup. He mashes righties, and they probably are going to platoon him a little bit just because he's not so great against lefties. So if he's facing a righty, he should be hitting pretty high up in the order, and he is pretty fast. So I th- hopefully he'll be doing some good things and get some RBIs on there. That being said, you know, the Dodgers are just going to be too good. So you have to build your team around them. Those are my picks for the early slate starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the regular slate starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope you guys have a great Saturday. Thank you all for listening. And once again, I'm Big Baller Bill. You can call me Will from Whiffs and Walk-Offs. Thank you very much. You guys have a good one.